Welcome everybody to chapter 33 of Legion's Cast. Alright, here we are. It's been a while, but I'm here. Lord Stephen Bashadi. We're back. And by we, I mean Jeremy Gerard is here. How you doing, Jeremy? I'm doing amazing. You refer to yourself as Lord Stephen Bashadi, but... I think we should refer to you as Lord Bushadi the Alpha. Lord Bushadi the Alpha. Wow. Can you believe it has been so long that this is the first time that the two of us have gotten to speak publicly since the reveal of the Furious Four and your action figure? Yeah, yeah. Um, When you told me that shortly before we started recording, I was going to argue with you. I'd be like, no, but... You know, because my brain, because you were there when, when we revealed it. So, you know, I, I've got that. that we know we've talked about this and, and we kind of have, um, but, but not, not, not in an intimate setting. You know, I consider this intimate. Yes. Not on Legion's cast. We talked about it during the actual reveal. Yes. During the actual reveal on, uh, my wife is going to kill me. Yeah. And, uh, but yes, uh, yeah, it's, it seems like, that seems like it's been a while already. I guess it has. It has been a while. Yes, it's not. This is not an instance of it seeming like more time than it actually is. This is an instance of us not doing Legion's cast with any kind of frequency. It is. <laughs> it, we. I, I keep saying we're going to try to get on a schedule, and for brief moments we get there, and uh, and then it seems like we just keep getting knocked off somehow for some reason or another. Um, but But, you know... Legion's cast will survive. Yeah, of course, of course. It's a it is a busy time of year, so I think we should get credit for making the time to do this today, not being, you know, uh, derided for it taking as long as it has. I agree. I agree. So, um, Jeremy, now that I have my own action figure. Do you have questions for me? I mean, do you want to like interview me because I'm kind of a big deal? Or I do. I actually do. So, so I'm curious. We we reveal we reveal the Furious Four set. We reveal Lord Bushadi, the Alpha figure. Which, by the way, I did a uh, a show in Connecticut this past weekend with uh, Jim and Cornboy. So, Full Horseman Studios had a table at a fun little show called Shop the Curiosity in Danbury, Connecticut, and we actually had. The Furious Four figures on display and uh, the across the board, people seem to really be excited for the Lord Bushadi figure. Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna, how I'm going to come off when I say the next this next this next fact. I think it's cool that all four of the My Wife Is Going to Kill Me guys got their got their their I guess tribute figures is kind of what we've we've started calling them in this fandom. Um, and, and the other figures are great. The other three configurations of these figures are all fantastic. And I would be proud to have any of them on my shelf. However, Lord Bashadi, the alpha specifically, it's a little bit above the rest. He's better. Well, let's be honest, Stephen. I mean, aren't you a little bit above the rest when it comes to the, uh, the co-hosts? I mean, there's only one host. There's three co-hosts. That's true. 
That's true. So yeah, uh, and I think it shows. I think that um, I think that, and and you don't need to give anything away, but I think that when this was being done, I think there was more time put into my figure specifically. It feels that way to me. I don't know if I would say there was more time. There was definitely more love. See, I so, knew it. Can, I hope the other guys listen to this. Yes, there's more. There was more love put into the Lord Gushadi figure. Clearly, clearly. <laughs> and I know that me and me and uh, Pelvicus, which is Travis's figure. Yeah. The only difference is a head. But you know, I think it's a big difference. Well, and let's be clear. That figure set, it's going to come in a two-pack. It's two base bodies. It's got all four heads to make the four Furious Four characters. Then it's also got, for the show, the cat head and tail as well. Um, There's not... I saw some people confused, thinking that there were two different two-packs. No, there's one two-pack that you can buy two of to make all four of the characters. For the sake of making it easiest to understand, we showed Lord Bouchotti and Pelvicus with the same build, just with a head swap. On the Pitorion and the Uwit figures, we showed the head swap along with the feet, so we could take the, you know, the, the hooves off of the Minotaur and put the boots on. But the reality is... The beauty of this set is that mixing and matching, popping and swapping. So I know that personally, I'm going to display Lord Bouchotti as shown, you know, in the reveal. But for Pelvicus, I'm going to move things around a little bit. I'm probably going to give him maybe some of the, the different shoulder armor. Maybe I'll use the shoulder armor that's actually on the Pitorion figure. Um, I'm going to move things around so it's not like I've got four characters that just have head swaps. I want there to be more variety across my display. And that's one of the things that I think fans are going to have a blast doing with that set. Oh, it's going to be super fun. Um, for me, I, I'm going to want to have, of course, I'm going to want to have more than one set. So I will, you know, and I know that they're going to be released at a later date, single package. So that's going to be possible. Um, <clears throat> so, I think for sentimental reasons, because uh, this is, you know, I'm, I'm so closely involved to these figures with the, the connection, uh, I'll probably have versions of them that are exactly as shown, just because yeah. I think that, that that's fun. And then so, probably... I do have some questions. Yeah. You are a loose collector, correct? Yes. Do you keep one of these packaged? <sighs> yeah gonna have to have one packaged do you have the rest of the guys sign it for you i don't know wow (laughs) that seems weird doesn't it well i want you to say yes so my follow-up question is do you then sign your own yes that's a no-brainer if if the other three signatures are on it, so is mine. Okay. So you you will sign a package for yes. yourself. Yes, I will. If it's either no signatures or all four of us. 
if you go all four signatures, will you look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself to sign your package, please? <laughs> the Lord doesn't ask. <laughs> he does not. He does not. He demands. Um, okay, next question. Okay. How many people... Did, well, you have a tribute figure. Did you sign your own figure? I did not. Okay. I signed... I've signed a number of them for other people. Right. And I do have... I have one of each packaged. So, you know, the great thing about the Sir Gerard, or the cool thing about Sir Gerard, is because it had the two different heads, the Legion's Con version, not only does it have the different box, but it's got the skeleton head on display, whereas the other one has the helmet. So I do have both of those packaged on my display side by side, but I did not sign them to myself. So you, you've had some, you know, some important things going on in your life recently. Um, you've had a daughter that graduated. Congratulations, yep. by the way. Yep. Thank you. I did. Because we, we know that this is more your accomplishment than hers, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, <laughs> nowadays, I think the parents are pretty much doing everything anyway. So we're throwing ourselves oh. a party. We're very good. So that's my point is you have these parties, you see people, some people you may not have seen in a while, you know, you know them just from the neighborhood or the community and stuff like that. Have you just unprompted told any of them that you have an action figure? Yes. <laughs> uh, only people, <laughs> only, only people that know me enough to know that I am a toy collecting nut. You know, like if I meet somebody that I doesn't know, if they've never seen my basement or know what I, what I, that I love this stuff, but anybody who knows what I do, I'm like, so did you know I had my own action figure now? And yeah, I tell, I tell people. It's pretty cool, right? It is. I don't think they care, but I like to tell them and show them pictures and be like, but then they're like, cause they don't get it. They're like, it doesn't look anything like you. And I'm like, no, it doesn't. It's not supposed to. Well, why is it you? Because I'm like, cause I'm me. I, I mean, it's not, it's just, it's, it, it's kind of a hard one to explain actually to somebody who doesn't understand what's going on. It is because especially cause I've, I mean, I've done the same thing where right? I've mentioned to people, you know, especially when I, I took the full-time position at the studio explaining to people where I was going and what I was doing, telling a little bit about the backstory of the work I've done with them. Uh, you know, the, I the reality that they honored me by naming a figure after me last year is part of that story. So inevitably you say that and someone says, let me see it. Let me see it because they're expecting it to be legitimately an action figure of you, which I certainly would not want. I, I love the Sir Gerard figure. If it was my head on it, I wouldn't want that thing. Um, and so then I show them and it's got a skeleton head and they're just looking at me like kind of weird. Um, so I, I can sympathize. They don't get it. I did this past week. I actually had my aunt, my 87 year old aunt over for, dinner i have not seen her in two years since covid um and so i got to show her and she thought it was the sweetest thing in the world she was all excited for it oh look it says sir gerard on it that's your name i i showed my mom um i didn't show my dad 
he don't I I don't think I could explain it away but I did show my mom and uh, you know my mom's 79 years old and um she she was doing all the mom I'm proud things I'm not sure that they re she really understood I think she just knew she had to do them she didn't oh. understand the magnitude of this accomplishment Pro no probably not and she totally didn't understand when she saw the figure she's like well it doesn't look anything like you and I'm like no it's not supposed to it's not the that's not really how this works tell her that's how you look in your head <laughs> like, yeah I'm like no it's just you know it's, got, it's the bio read the bio and then you know she's like oh, no. you know she knows the podcast yeah. um uh, I don't think she listens to my wife is gonna kill me um, but she, she definitely knows that I do it. She knows I do it with three other guys and she knows I'm, I'm the host loosely. I doing quotes in the air because, uh, and she, uh, she knows that. So to read my bio, which my bio uh, of the four is the tamest kind. It's not that, not that the other ones aren't tame. They're just, there's a lot of innuendo with the other ones. Yes. And mine's yeah. more on the nose. It is. Yours you know, was very much meant to set the stage, you know, the without Lord Bushadi, there would be no Furious Four. That was a play off of, you know, I think I am the show. There would be no show without me, you know, yeah. a, a lot of that type of stuff. But then also, I mean, the fact that he's called Lord, the fact that he's called the Alpha, like it was, there's less inside jokes, I would say, in yeah. yours than in the other ones yeah for sure and that's fine but it's because it's it's i think it works I mean, like mine does kind of yeah it's kind of the corner piece and then all the other ones are kind of they're just they're, they're great the, the whole package is great and and that's great that's how it should be because uh that's how my wife is going to kill me is yeah. without without the four of us together you're losing something and of the four of you you are by far the most vanilla I am. And, 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 and I say that as someone who is right there with you. Yes. Right yes. there with you. Like when I come to Michigan to see you guys, I guarantee you that I'm going to be shocked by their behavior. And I'm just going to want to hang out with you. I'm going to be like, Steven, can we go back to your house and look at your toys? You're going to want a safe haven. And I think my house is the safe haven. I, I agree. I agree. So when I say that you are the most vanilla, I am I am vanilla as well. I am French vanilla. <laughs> French Canadian vanilla. It's it's absolutely true. Um yeah. So the the bios are great and I know the bios were either all you or mostly you. Yeah. Writing them and you know um you did a fantastic job on them. I know that there was one few people out there that that didn't didn't get them. I think that was probably because they weren't fans of the show and didn't really understand what was going on. But um. yeah. And I think that I wrote the bios and I think that seeing the reaction from your fan base, not only for the recognition, but seeing the genuine, I mean, people love the reveal special audio, audio, you know, problems aside, uh, people really appreciated the humor. They appreciated your surprise and enthusiasm for the reveals and that, you know, that honor. Um, and then to hear people 
in the support group yeah, for the podcast, just enjoying the different characters and enjoying the bios that that made it super super mm-hmm. worth. It. If there's any doubt that we weren't genuinely surprised. Oh, we definitely were. None of us had a clue what that no. that was going to happen. No. And honestly, and I've told this to Jeremy, for most of that show, I thought it was going to be a joke. Yeah, I... I thought you I, were going to pull the rug out from under us and be like... I didn't... I did not... When I was imagining this in my head, at no point did, for even a moment, did I think that that would have been a possibility that you guys would have assumed that I was joking with you about well, it. The initial, the first thing that popped into my head when I saw the name, cause mine was revealed first, yep. Lord Bushati, the alpha. I saw that up there and I thought, okay, that's a cool figure. That's not my figure. He's messing with me and to put, he put the name there to mess with me. That's going to be a real figure, but it ain't going to be my figure. And he's going to be like, and I thought it was going to be one of these deals where, because I've teased before about getting a, uh, you know, I've teased about feeling that I'm entitled to a <laughs> a tribute figure. So I thought it was going to be, hey, I wrote these bio, this bio. It's not canon. It's not official. But yep. if we were to do it, this is what we'd do. Yep. And then when you were selling it as real, I was like, still thinking, no, at some point he's going to say, yeah, this, this is all, this is fan fiction. At what point did you realize it wasn't a joke? Was it the next day when I put it on the website? No, I think when we were done recording, I figured there would have been no reason for you to not do that joke on the air. Yeah. yeah. I mean, why would you waste that? Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> so, you know, after it was over and, um, and, and everything, that's really when I was like, I think, I think that I think this is real, but I mean, we all said it. We, I mean, like yeah. us guys, we were like, we're all thinking the same thing. We're like, this yeah. is this is legit. You know what? One of my favorite parts of that reveal special was was I was texting the bios to Travis, and he was reading them while you were all looking at the screen for the reveals, and I actually had put the bios on screen as well. So when we got to the last one, Wit, I had the text up there before Travis read it. And Jeremy read his bio on the screen and hearing him like audibly laugh at that bio and what I did with that character before Travis started to read it was actually my favorite part of, or at least one of my favorite parts of that special. That was just very genuine and very fun. Wit's bio is the funniest. If you, if you know our show and you know, Jeremy, I think that is the funniest bio. You know, the only regret I have. What's that? That in the bio for Pretorian, because I hit on him being loud I hit on him being, you know, if he steps a hoof on the battlefield, you have to notice him. And if he doesn't, he's going to make sure you do. Um, I threw in the message, the the little, you know, tidbit there about him putting out fires. I wish I would have put something in there about how Praetorian holds grudges. (laughs) That would have been amazing. Yeah, that would have been amazing. I thought about it after. And I was like, ooh, 
missed opportunity. The, the funniest part about these this group of four characters is I see them as the the comu- the comic relief of, of Mythic Legions. Because if you just look at the four, it says in there there's me, I'm a leader, okay, or the, that character's the leader of the Furious or yeah, Furious War. And it does say that he, you have a line in there that does comment his fighting prowesses, don't you? Yeah, uh, takes on all challengers. Takes on all challengers, won't be defeated or something like that. Yep. So, okay, so there's that. So, <laughs> and then you've got Travis, who basically just wants to take off his armor. Yeah, he's a, he's kind of a semi-illiterate magical skeleton. <laughs> Gotten who, Gets naked. I also love the fact that Travis is now calling the hot tub his hot tub the cauldron. Yes, yes. So he gets in a mystical cauldron, which is his hot tub. Yeah, yeah. his hot so tub. He's a, he's a naked, semi-illiterate skeleton. Yeah. Yes, and the fact that he got in trouble because he's been re- he was reading texts wrong or spells yeah. wrong. Kicked okay, out so of... you've got the kind of half-witted <laughs> character that cares about just lounging around in his hot tub and. And exhibitionism and then you've got and then you've got pete it doesn't really say he's he's brutal he's physically he's just loud you know you know he's there he's the enforcer of the group he (laughs) steps on the battlefield he makes his presence known yeah and if you don't notice his presence he's gonna make sure make sure he notices you there it doesn't say he's gonna look at me look at me (laughs) pay attention to me yes exactly and then you've got Jeremy, who you say, or Uit, who you say, actually doesn't even want to fight. <laughs> so I, I look at myself as like, if this, I know there's four of us, my character's like Mo of the Three Stooges. You know, he's the one that takes himself seriously. He's definitely the leader. Yep. He's an idiot, but he's a leader. And, and then you've just got... The other group, they're just, we're all a bunch of, bu- we're, if we show up to a battle, we're just a bunch of bumbling idiots. Yeah. That look but, cool. But Lord Bushadi, I mean, to his credit, he has surrounded himself with characters who are stupider than he is. <laughs> exactly. So it doesn't matter how stupid you are. If you're the smartest person in the room, you're the smartest person in the room. There you go. There you go. Oh, so... Very excited for that. I'm, I'm genuinely thrilled that you enjoyed it, and I'm excited that you can now tell other people that you have an action figure, and then you can confuse them when that action figure doesn't look like you. Yes, and I'm very, very thankful to be able to do that as well. After that reveal special, a few weeks later, uh, we actually reveal because the Furious Four is the day two. The day two figure set for Legion's Con that will be on Sunday, November sixth. We revealed the figure for the first day, Saturday, November fifth. Uh, I did that on my Mythic Conversation show, the interview with Bill Mancuso from the studio. We revealed uh, a Daith, the Unknown One. What were your thoughts on that character reveal? That character <clears throat> is. One of the toughest looking things I've ever seen. He he screams just he screams badass. You look at that figure in in a you know right away that it's it's dark, it's it looks very evil and it's 
it's not friendly and you don't want it. You don't want to see that thing. And I love it. Yeah. I, I like it for a number of reasons and the reaction to it has been wonderful to be honest. Mm. Um, I, I love the story behind it. I love the fact that, you know, Bill put that together, which is funny because Bill has said that he wishes he would have had access to some newer parts. He, he literally put it together so long ago um, during the, the kind of COVID lull when everyone was out of the studio. Uh, so he only had access to those older parts at that point. But in person, I love the way it looks. The colors on it are very, very subtle. You know, being able to see the red in the eyes that are in the helmet. Um, so I love the story of how Bill put it together, how it kind of sat around for a while, waiting for its opportunity, the right moment to release it, and this being that moment. Um, one thing I was listening to the My Wife's Gonna Kill Me podcast recently where you guys were talking about this, and I think it was Travis asked if there was blood on those axes because we've never seen blood on any Mythic Legions figure. Do you remember that? I do. I do. I think it was actually me. It was you that said it. Okay. Um, Bill actually said on my show that those are meant to be strips of flesh that he's using Ah. to lash those blades to the bone. So not only is that blood, it's kind of next level gross than you think about that what he kind of imagined those as yeah that is and that that's the first thing we've ever seen like that yeah and so you said that this guy looks like he means business i mean he's he's got some people's skin that he's using on his weapons yeah that thing yeah yeah he's a nasty character for 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 all of the the bumbling humor of the furious four it's the it's a polar opposite when we get to a date the unknown one well that's good well the unknown one's going to come out first so everybody's gonna be freaked out and then we're gonna be uh we're gonna be the comic relief to calm you down the next day there you go there you go so excited for that figure as well um yeah it's gonna be fun it's gonna be a now, does, really really good shot is that figure uh does that figure have a faction no it's that's part of the point is Bill wanted to make a factionless character, you know, according to his bio, it references that, you know, no faction is spared. He, he basically imagines him as kind of this almost like death spirit that hovers above these battlefields claiming the souls of, you know, those who are about to fall in battle. So any faction can fall to this character. So He's one of only two figures in the entire Mythic Legions line that do not have a faction. Yeah. Are you going you gonna to ask me if I know who the other one is? You know who the other one is. Dragor. It is not. Well, it is not. Dragor does have a faction logo. He's got the Dragon Faction logo, which has never been named, but he is also listed on the website as House of the Noble Bear. He is? He is. I didn't know that. He is because he fought in the Colosseum. So as a member of the Colosseum, he has a connection to Atlas the Conqueror. But there is one figure that has been released that has no faction on the box 
And on the website, if you look through all the factions, you will not find this character there. Is it a troll? <laughs> it is a troll. Yeah. It is the ice troll. Yeah. The ice troll is the only one, because the first two trolls were both Legion of Aerith there. Brontus, as we know, is House of the Noble Bear, but the ice troll actually has no faction. He is more of a beastly-like character, um, a monster of the Northlands, so there is no faction there. Nice. Which is a great segue, Stephen, because... Mythic Legion's All-Stars Trolls pre-order is done in just a couple weeks. Get your Ice Trolls and your Brontuses. What did you think of the two new heads on these trolls? Uh, the two new heads, it's it's always it's always fun to have that. I think it's, it's really cool. I, it was such a good idea because, you know, the first trolls that came out, the heads were not necessarily meant to be swapped. Um, and to re re kind of think that is a way to uh, reuse parts and also give people who missed out on earlier trolls the ability to actually grab them while giving people who already have them the a reason to buy another. That's just genius how they did that. And uh, obviously, every time so far that they have tried, they've taken a head and repainted it to match a, def- a different colored troll. It has it has landed perfectly, and this this time's no exception. Um, I I I I love the 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 um the ice troll head repainted is just amazing. The the Brontus Cyclops yeah. head on the new ice troll, yeah. It's you know what's funny, Stephen is I know people love Brontus. Brontus is not my favorite troll. I. It's probably my third favorite troll. My um, favorite troll was the ice troll until it was repainted as the forest troll. And I think that forest troll with the ice troll type head, which it really isn't the ice troll head, but I guess the ice troll had it first. <laughs> um, that's my favorite troll. I think forest troll with the original head is my favorite because and I heard CB say that he doesn't like that troll as much. He likes the stone troll head. Um, I like the ice, ice cream. I like the forest troll head with the big nose because for me, what I think troll, I think troll under the bridge, Billy Goat's Gruff, and that's that's a very st- stereotypical you know bridge troll character. So that's why I love that that one. Ice troll is my second favorite. Uh, Brontus is my third, and, and Stone is my fourth because I was never a big fan of the head on the stone troll. But interestingly. Um, I don't really like Cyclops characters. They're not my favorite either. Um, I think Brontus is cool, but this new wave, I love the, the Cyclops head painted like the Ice Troll, and I really like the Stone Troll head painted orange. Something about these two landed so well for me. Yeah, they were they're, they're fantastic. The Stone Troll head is is my least favorite of the bunch, um, but. I'll take it any day. I mean, I, it, I still think it's cool. It's just my, the, my least favorite of the bunch. Um, gotta have a least. So yeah, yeah. One of them gotta lose. Yep, yep. And and it, this is just it's it's super cool. How the the repaint of it gives it new life. And I mean, what's not cool? I mean, just having other than space space issues, having that many different types of trolls is just cool. 
other great figures. I love, I was saying earlier about the show we did this weekend. Um, you know, we had some trolls there and they all sold, we sold every troll we brought. And we had a force troll in the display case and people coming up who don't know legions or even people that are new to legions that have never held a troll being able to hand them that figure. I mean, it's very impressive. It is a very impressive piece of plastic to, uh, hold on to and pose and, and play around with. It is. They're super fun. Um, yeah, I can't wait for, at some point I'm, I'm thinking that we're going to get some more, maybe different body parts for trolls. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, obviously being, you know, on the inside now and, you know, the decision that was made to do all-stars trolls, we talked about this, but, you know, as we were kind of planning out the, the next all-stars wave, we were trying to figure out how we were able, how, how could we accomplish everything we wanted to accomplish and still make it a reasonably priced wave the troll that has become a fixture in the last few all-stars waves was in danger of getting dropped from the next all-stars. So the idea to do them separately as mythic legions, all-stars trolls, you know, was floated and it just made so much sense to get Brontus out now and to also do the ice troll at the same time. So now all four trolls that have been released have been re-released which definitely opens the door to rethinking that that figure size rethink okay what do we do now you know now let's get some new parts let's get some new types of characters you know that use that that type of scale um because as great as they are it is the only scale in the line that has had no kind of refresh other than these these heads since the beginning yeah that'd be cool to see i can't i can't wait so mythic legions all-stars trolls that pre-order ends next sunday that's what the 26th it ends at uh 11 p.m eastern time uh available individually get an all-in for 200 bucks you're not going to find trolls any cheaper than this this is rock bottom price 200 dollars plus shipping for two trolls you know you're you're not going to touch that anytime later no you won't and uh i can tell you they're only going to go up in value so yep. Yep. if yep. this if you you don't you think don't don't ever think you know i'll get one later <laughs> if you could afford it now get it now if you get it later you're going to pay the late tax that's yep, that's the way this line works steven you before this show yeah you had mentioned that you had some stuff on your mind some some observations you've seen recently in the mythic legions community uh let's talk about that well it's something i've seen and i feel that it's in the community and maybe it's a projection of myself because i personally feel this way as well uh, i just feel um i feel like there's just this lull uh this feeling of uh, as much as i love legions I feel like the excitement is at a low right now, a low for, I don't know if it, I wouldn't know if I wouldn't necessarily say it's an all time low, but for me, oh, when I go, you know, when I go to the cabal, I'm just not seeing, I'm seeing things that, you know, there's cool stuff and there's great talent and there's, there's, there's everybody, um, posting great paint jobs of 
custom heads and whatnot and everything is still going on there but i'm just like scrolling and i'm not getting excited and i think i think it has to do with the fact that it has been so long since we've had an infusion of new characters and new parts um i know i know we're we're at the end of a long wait for we're nearing the end of a long wait for like the alithia parts but it's just kind of a it's just kind of a bummer. Everything seems calm right now. I, I, the frenzy that 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 that, that you're, you're used to getting excited about for for Mythic Legions seems very uh, subdued. I don't disagree. There's a name for that. Do you know what the name is? Depression. The calm before the storm. That is that is the name. Uh, no, in all seriousness, I don't disagree with you. It is a quiet, quiet time and. You know, you just said, you know, we need a new infusion of new characters and parts and figures and so forth. We're nearing that. Uh, we've seen this before. You know, if you remember back to, oh, you know, early last year, what is it, like March, April, May of last year, that is when the Aerithere wave started hitting. And the Aerithere wave was a high point for the fandom of Mythic Legions. We got tons of new fans. There was so much energy. But I think that we forget that immediately before that point, it was super quiet like this. The Erythir wave was solicited before COVID. So it was the wave that suffered the greatest delays because of COVID. By the time that that shipped out, we had, we had had a massive drought of new legions figures and that revitalized it so if i think if we mirror that period of time to where we are coming up on now alithia figures are on the water the first shipments of alithia figures should probably be arriving in you know the coming weeks and it's going to be a steady flow of product from the the massive alithia wave through Deluxe Legion Builders, and then we've got the first shipments from the video game. We've got, you know, I mean, as, as we look a little bit further beyond, you know, certain that we're going to be seeing Cosmic Legions, but even just when we look at Olithia Deluxe Legion Builders right there, that is going to be an infusion of new characters and lots of new parts that I think is going to do for the community, both the existing members of the community and bringing in new fans, exactly what the Aerithere wave did. So I, I think, you know, I think that this is going to be a repeat. And you brought up something that I hadn't really realized earlier. And I think before we started recording that this is, let me see if I say this right or wrong. This is the newest, this is the first time we're getting new parts since Aerithyr, correct? Yeah, because the only the only waves we've gotten since Aerithyr are All-Stars 4, which obviously All-Stars are all reissued figures with the exception of Bryophytus and Nefitor. So those two figures, which are no new parts, mm -hmm. all reused parts like all the power contributes are, but at least new characters, we've gotten those since Aerithyr. Um, and then we've also gotten the reinforcements at the start of the year. 
The only, it's not Mythic Legions, but the only brand new thing we got was the figure Obscura Krampus at the end of last year. If we want to, you know, kind of rope that into this group. But, but yeah, when we talk about an actual Mythic Legions, a new Mythic Legions wave, Aerithere was the last infusion of brand new parts that we've gotten. And that was, you know, like I said, early 2021. Yeah. And that, you know, as far as the customizing fan base, that really gives you a shot in the arm when you've got new parts to play with. Oh, without it. Oh, without it. And, and let's be honest, the Alithia wave, the, the Aerithere wave gave us new parts and people were super excited. Yeah, we got the Red Shield Soldier that was all new body parts. We got that new torso that Magnus and Vorthog had yep. in the new waist piece. Yep. That right there, that was an infusion. People got really excited for that. If we look at the Alithia wave, getting all of these leather-like parts, yeah. the lighter armor, um, that that you know armor that Krotos has, which is the one that was reused on Lord Bushadi. There are so many new pieces. And not only just new pieces, like Red Shield Soldier was great, but we already had night parts. It just gave us new night parts. Yep. Wonderful new night parts. Um, but looking at what we're getting in Alithia, they're not only new parts, they're a whole new kind of part. Yes. So they're going to open up very different types of character creations for us. Absolutely. And I'm very, very, very excited about this. Now, something I was talking about with a mutual friend of ours, um, Len, the Guardia over yep. there, the Wolf King himself. Um, do you think this is going to be, th- this is going to be another repeat as far as the fact that the fandom has continued to grow since Ilithia. And as soon as Ilithia ships, there is going to be people wanting these parts that can't get them. And the frenzy is going to happen again and it's going to be the prices are going to be going up and we're going to be waiting for in-stock sales and, and feverishly waiting for in-stock sales, which are going to sell out like lightning fast. And this is just going to be, you know, you always think that at some point we're going to, we're going to get to the point where things are a little bit more relaxed as far as getting these figures into people's hands that didn't pre-order them. And I feel like the fandom has grown enough that we're we're going to be in the same boat again. Eventually. So again, going back to Aerithere, there was a period after Aerithere shipped where stuff was somewhat available, and I'm talking even pre in stock sale. Um, obviously, there was if you were at ToyCon New Jersey last May, that was epic, where we brought. Aerithere for the first time to that show, and we didn't limit people. We said, buy what you want. I mean, we think about that now, like we think about Balius the horse. Yeah. Balius the horse now is incredibly desirable and hard to find. At that show, we had cases and cases of them. Yeah. You know, we kept running back to the studio to get more. Um, so I think that when the Alithia wave hits, we won't see an in-stock sale for a little while because you got to remember the whole idea of an in-stock sale is we're going to put up a limited number of products enough that we can ship it all in about a week's time. They sell out quickly so we can ship them quickly. That's, you know, we don't put up 
everything that's in the warehouse. Um, but the point I'm trying to make is they've got to ship. And with so much product hitting the warehouse over the coming months, I do not expect we are going to see an in-stock sale for a while. We're not going to divert shipping pre-orders to do an in-stock sale. So right. by definition, it's going to be a wait before we see that. Now, we will see some of these things at shows, and I don't know which shows they will appear at. So let me be very, very clear. I'm going to name some shows that we're going to be doing. I am in no way saying that Alithia or Deluxe Lead Builders or any of these will be at those specific shows. I genuinely don't know yet. Um, but PowerCon is coming up at the start of August. Then we've also got RetroCon that's happening at the end of September. Um, we've got ToyCon in October, which is going to be a little bit of a different experience. We're not ready to announce what that's going to look like yet, but we're doing something a little bit different, in part because ToyCon happens two weeks before LegionsCon, and we don't want to do the same stuff at LegionsCon that we just did two weeks prior you know, sure. just 10 miles away. Sure. Uh, but obviously Legions Con, I mean, this is not just me shilling for a show that I help run. Um, Legions Con is the flagship. That's the one where they're all going to be there. I mean, Olithia Wave will be there. Deluxe Legion Builders Wave will be there. Without a doubt, those will be there in some serious numbers. So I think between the increase of retail partners for Spin Studios has seen between the number of these products coming in, between the coming shows, uh, between fans that I think ordered extras, if you're on the cabal, being able to get a few that you may have missed out on, I think that they will be out there for a little while. It took a little while for the Aerithere wave for key figures to hit that sold-out status. Magnus, Red Shield Soldier, Balius, those are all pretty hard to find these days, but they weren't super hard to find at first. Fun stuff coming. I guess you just gotta just gotta sit here and just console ourselves until everything hits. It is uh, it is all. the call. Like I said, it's Steven, trust me, the the level of excitement that you are used to, it is imminent. It is on the way. Um, we are going to get everyone riled up. You know, we've got some great stuff coming beyond the stuff that's shipping, the stuff that's going to be coming from the studio as new pre-orders. I know we don't want to talk about pre-orders right now because we really want to get stuff in hand, but they're going to go, they're going to, you know, go together. We're going to get a lot of these pre-orders are start, going to start to be fulfilled. Before we know it, we're going to be playing with Cosmic Legions. Wow. Um, and it's, I'm telling you, Steve, when, when, by the time that we get through Alithia and, you know, the enjoying those figures and talking through those and figuring out all the new ways that we can use those in our displays and, and our customs and so forth, it's going to be Deluxe Legion Builders. Then it's going to be Legion's Con and we'll have those. And then shortly after Legion's Con, you know, we'll be geeking out about, you know, what's coming for the Necronominous wave and we're going to blink and we're going to be looking at Cosmic Legion. So... I'm saying that the next six months, it is now, you know, what, June, June 16th right now. By this time, six months from now, mid-December, it's going to be a whole new world 
in the Legion's community. I can't wait. Gosh, I can't wait. I can't wait for, you know, you were talking about earlier about the leather parts and everything else. And, you know, I just cannot wait to to play with those and swap those. And, and you know, leather boots are something that I've thought for a long time is something that would be really just cool to have in the in the in the collection. Not that the, the boots we have now. Well, they're so great because they're they're kind of they're very, figures don't fall. One point figures don't usually fall because the feet are built so big or kind of big and yeah it's perfect i i hope that the that the that the leather boots still can support a good figure i, I think they will yeah um, they're very very similar i mean i've been playing around with them on some of the figures and posing them and they're they're it's it's a 1.0 figure what we're used to is what we're going to get there good good i guess i trust so, you so you're feeling excited now did, did today's conversation get you a little bit of that spark. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. It, well, it's, it's a catch 22 because now I get, I get excited a little bit by this conversation. And then I'm like, but I have to wait a little longer and now being excited and waiting. I'm a wreck. Yeah. The, the challenges of being a toy collector. Yeah. <laughs> It's pretty, if, if these are my problems, I guess I'm doing pretty good, right? Really? So, <laughs> Steven, before we go, um, yeah. I mentioned some shows. I mentioned uh, PowerCon. Uh, we're not going to get into that today. We're, I know we're wrapping up. We've been doing this for a little while now. Um, but just to maybe give a little tease of a future conversation, uh, you will be at PowerCon this year, correct? Yep. Me and the rest of the My Wife is Going to Kill Me crew. We'll be at PowerCon, um, and we're excited to see uh, to see everybody. And I'm really excited because you're going to be there. I am. I'm. So PowerCon is August fifth through seventh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I am driving to New Jersey on August third, so I can get in a van with Jim, and Jim and I are going to drive. From New Jersey to Columbus, Ohio, with a van full of Legion's product for the Legionnaires at PowerCon. So here's here's what I'm going to request you do. <laughs> I I love Jim. Jim Jim makes me smile every time I see him. When when I first met him, I was scared to death of him. <laughs> but now now I I just I love that guy, and so I would like for you to take a little notebook. Uh-huh. And I want you to make a little diary, and I want it to be called Jim and Me. <laughs> and I want you to write down significant cool things that Jim says or does. Okay, I I can do that. Because <laughs> I, I want to hear about it all, and maybe we can even share some on this show. You know, I <laughs> I normally would just write those down on my phone. You can do that. I, no, but I feel like the tangible <laughs> notebook quality of the Jim and me journal. Yeah. Needs, I feel like it's not as special if it's just notes on my phone. Yeah. Jim is Jim. You know, Jim's that kind of guy when I'm around him, I feel like he's almost like, I want to please him. Like he's my dad. I'm like, <laughs> I just want, I want, I want to please. I want him. I just want him to like me. Okay. Well, I, <laughs> 
I will take a notepad with me and I will record the the fun times that happened during that drive. I also, I have not told anybody this yet, but I get fairly car sick, like car sick fairly easily. Okay. Not with everybody driving though. Like there are some people that I'm totally fine. There are other people that the minute we pull out of the driveway, I feel like I'm going to die. So I am rolling the dice with this one because it is a fairly extensive drive to and from Columbus, Ohio, from Little Falls, New Jersey. So it's going to be an adventure. So when you see me, everybody, at PowerCon, and yes, by the way, if you go to PowerCon, please make it a point to come introduce yourself. I'm looking forward to meeting you and speaking with you. Um, But exactly how up for that conversation I am when I first arrive will depend on how, how well that, that trip goes. <laughs> All right. I think you'll be fine. You're going to be fine. I think uh, Jim seems like a guy that could handle a steering wheel. Yeah. I Jim also seems like the kind of guy that we would get to the truck and he'd be like, why don't you drive? <laughs> And the whole time I'm thinking he's driving, I'm like, okay, I guess I'm driving. Are you are you accustomed to driving like a RV or anything like that before in your life? No, we're not taking the RV. Not the RV, okay. No, the the RV would be great because it's gigantic and we could bring lots and lots of product. Um, but not knowing where we're going in Columbus and what. The, I mean, we don't know if we could be on a place to park it. That's the problem. Yeah. Like, we, we took the RV to Zolocon because he specifically knew that he had a place to park it. But if you remember, you know, he drove the RV to Zolocon and I drove my car or my truck to Zolocon. So I drove around, I drove us around all weekend. Right. We, just, we pulled the RV up and just parked it. Um, going to Columbus, we don't know what to expect from this venue so rather than risk it and not have a place to park that that beast we're going to rent you know a van that's still going to give us ample space to bring everything sure but not be unreasonable to try to drive and park gotcha sounds like a smart plan yeah um so we'll see we'll see who drives i'm not planning to drive but jim is a man of mystery so it might, uh, it might, plans may change. All right. Yeah, I can't wait to hear about it. Well, folks, I think that's probably it for chapter, was it 33? It, this was, was a good chapter. I think it was. I think we covered a lot of ground. I'm excited about this. <laughs> they, they say absence makes the heart grow fonder. Yeah. I think that our absence, I think people are hungry for this episode and we have just served up a gourmet dish. I think so. You're welcome, everybody. We'll see you around uh, the land of mythos. Uh, I can't tell you when, but it will happen. <laughs> At some point. At some point. <laughs>